You are listening to another ARIA Financial Podcast. Hi, everyone. Um, thanks for joining us today. I've got a really exciting topic to talk about. I'm here with Amanda Clement from Morton Lumalu. Um, Amanda is uh, a fantastic real estate agent that recently won Agent of the Suburb Award for 2023 in Lumalu. Congrats, Amanda. Now, as you all know, um, as a mortgage broker, I help you with finance. Um, you know, that's not the easiest part of the journey. Um, but one of the really challenging parts is once I've obtained that pre-approval for people, um, actually getting the purchase sorted and trying to navigate your way through that process is really challenging. So I thought, why not invite someone that is actually an expert on this rather than listening to me talk about it all the time? Um, and so I have Amanda here with me. Um, thanks, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> so a typical situation, Amanda, is when I have a buyer that I've pre-approved. They know how much money they have uh, available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they know what they can afford to buy for. And they start looking at properties. Now, something that often comes up from those clients is... Um, they, you know, perhaps there's no price guide on the advert. Mm-hmm. Um, and what should I say to those clients in terms of how do they sort of determine if this property is even within their budget or right mm-hmm. for them? Mm-hmm. Um, look, I think when you start looking for a property, it's really important to actually do some homework and actually get out there and start looking at properties. So it might be just your, you know, pre-stage, just start looking at as many properties as you can just to get an understanding of where price points sits mm-hmm. um, and obviously when you go and see the property the agent will give you a guide but look it's a guide they don't know at the end of the day where it's going to sell and what number mm. but what they're guiding is they are basing it also on comparables of properties that are similar that have been sold in the area and um, you know they would usually give you the lower end of that guide mm-hmm. um, with a 10% range so um, but you, we, yeah as an agent you you don't know where it's going to end up yeah um, so I would just suggest go and look at properties mm-hmm. um, that are similar and and within you know the comparable so you know same number of bedrooms yep. similar area um, you know size etc of what you're looking for um, and then that will sort of help you educate you on mm-hmm. on where properties sit and also to see value in different things as well yes so yeah I think it's really important to yeah just do your research do your research okay um, I have so, said to a few yeah. clients create a spreadsheet yeah because then you know obviously what something with a complete renovation mm. is worth compared to something that needs a bit of work yeah it's going to be a different price point yeah whether it's yep, got a absolutely. car spot no car spot mm-hmm. one better two better and so forth mm-hmm. um, okay so if a client gets an instinct of what they feel a property is worth mm-hmm. and they want to make an offer, yeah. um, one of the questions that I typically get asked is, should I go and you know get a strata report, do a building report, review the contract before I put my offer in, or should I at least you know, get a feel from the agent if my offer is even on the money. Yeah, yeah. Look, absolutely. I think communication with the agent is really important. Um, you yeah, speak with them um, and you could always put in a, a verbal offer, mm-hmm. um, but but it is based on reviewing contract and, and strata report. Yeah. And then if they entertain that or if that gets accepted or, or you know, is, is considered, then you know that you're in a good position, mm-hmm. um, that you know you're 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 in the right price point if it's totally not accepted then you don't need to waste time or money downloading um you know strata reports and 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 getting your solicitors involved okay 
Yeah. No, that's excellent yeah. advice. Um, so one of the things that a lot of agents will say to my clients is, well, what are your terms? Now, would you mind elaborating a little bit perhaps on what they mean by terms such as cool off and deposit and yeah. settlement and yeah. so forth? So once you get the price accepted, mm -hmm. then terms are things that are then can be negotiated. Mm -hmm. So that may be the contract standard usually is 10% deposit, 42 day settlement. Now, um, you know, there are times where uh, vendors will accept a 5% deposit. Mm -hmm. So you can get this all agreed by your solicitors. Mm -hmm. um, there may also be terms where you want an extended settlement. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, you're not quite ready or, or you know. Buying and selling. Or... Yeah, exactly. So then you might request a longer settlement, which again can be negotiated um, with, the, with the vendor. Mm -hmm. um, cooling off is really something that allows you five days to um, yeah change your mind if you need to mm -hmm. so you look through everything and then something happens mm -hmm. so a five-day cooling off look is always beneficial if you can a lot of auction properties they won't look at that mm -hmm. um, because you don't get a cooling off with an auction property um, but if you can request it yep. um, and you know uh, people are being a lot more um, in this current market open to accepting cooling off periods we're seeing a lot more of that happen at the mm -hmm. moment which is and very positive for yeah the it first is home positive um, yeah. because um, I mean on that point I hear a lot of sort of people saying oh you know we don't want to buy now because there's this cliff coming in the mortgage cliff and, yeah. and potential um, decline in property market but certainly from my perspective what I'm seeing is that for a first home buyer in particular, this mm. cool off period is something that has re-emerged back into the market. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we go back a few years when the market was rampant, um, cool offs were just not a thing at all. Mm -hmm. um, so in my opinion, it's a great time for someone that would like a cool off period, in particular a first home buyer. Oh, look, absolutely. Now is a good time. Um, we're finding that um, I think it's in a month or so, all the pre-approvals are going to start to um, expire. So if you are pre-approved now, what you can buy now versus what you can buy in you know three months' time mm -hmm. is going to change yeah, with no, the um, forecast of interest rates going up again. Mm -hmm. So it's if you find the right property, yeah. get it. Yeah, do it now, exactly. <laughs> do it, yeah. yeah. Um, now, in terms of an agent, mm -hmm. um, what are you looking for in a buyer? And what I mean by that is often I'll have situations where clients put an offer in, but they weren't successful. Um, but then after the fact, they found out that they actually had the higher offer because mm. we all know that in due course, you, you can find out the information around that. Mm. So is it always about price or is there something that when an agent is recommending to their client that makes perhaps an age, um, a buyer appear more genuine or more certain that they're going to be able to complete on the property? Mm. Um, look, I think at the end of the day, as an agent, we put all offers to the owner mm -hmm. and it's their decision on, on you know what they decide to do. Obviously, the highest price is the ultimate goal and that's what we want to achieve for them. But there are some cases where the owners will be, you know, there may be better terms. Mm -hmm. So the terms might be they are going to give a 10% deposit or they are going to have a shorter um um, a, a shorter settlement period or even no cool-off cool -off period. period. So these are things that they look at which can be favourable mm -hmm. um, and w which might be one of the reasons that they would choose a slightly lower offer yep. and it may be because of that reason. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, and then if a client misses out on a property, 
is it possible that the agent is going to keep in touch with them and let them know if there are other properties on the market that are similar to the one that perhaps they missed out? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you're ready to go, if anything comes up and hopefully something will come off off the back of, of, of a sale, we will be in touch with you to let you know, um, you know, this one's coming up and, um, you know, let you know all the information about it and get you through. Yep, wonderful. Yeah. Um, now, auctions. A lot of people are scared of auctions. I generally tell them not to be scared of auctions because I quite like the fact that at an auction you can genuinely see what people are offering. It's kind of like playing cards with an open deck. Yes. Um, would you agree with that? Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, even I find them nerve-wracking, but um, they are actually the most transparent way for a property to be sold. And if you're negotiating prior to an auction, you it's very unknown. As a buyer, you really don't know who else is putting in an offer and how much interest there is. It's all very ambiguous. Whereas if you go to the auction, you've got that social proof of other people in the room mm -hmm. and that will then become the true value of the property. So I don't be afraid of auctions. Yeah. Go along because you just don't know. Yeah. And if you buy it before the auction, you may actually be buying higher than the market. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, yeah, go, go to the auction. Okay, don't be scared of them then. Don't be scared. Um, <laughs> and in terms of if a property is going to an auction, mm. do you recommend that someone puts an offer in before auction? Uh, look, it really depends on what the process and the plan is. Mm -hmm. There are some um, vendors who, you know, want to go to auction and mm -hmm. that's it. So yeah. they want that transparency. And so we wouldn't take any offers prior. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people want to put in offers prior because, you know, it's they're scared of the auction, um, which we've just discussed. But um, look, it, I would just be guided by what the agent says because they know their vendor and yeah. they know you know, what's going to happen. And also they know the way they work. They may sell a lot of properties prior to auction. And mm -hmm. if that's the case, you want them to know you're interested. If you're not open with your agent and you don't tell them, the property could sell prior to auction and you haven't actually been given an opportunity mm. to be involved in those negotiations because you haven't raised your hand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and so if the agent and the, the vendor are open to auction offers pre-auction, mm. um, but they use the term, but it needs to be on auction terms mm. is that kind of alluding to the fact that they don't want cool-offs and it's almost like it's an auction absolutely okay. so very often properties that are sold prior to auction they are requesting that cooling off mm -hmm. period mm -hmm. uh, there is no cooling off period sorry yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's what happens on the auction day okay. so you know it again it's something I think it's just worthwhile asking mm -hmm. you because you never know. There might yeah. not be as much interest on that property. And so there may be someone who, you know, there, there may be, you may be in a situation where you can put in an offer and they will accept your calling off. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. If you don't ask, you don't get. If you don't ask, you don't get. So you need to just keep all those options open. And okay. yeah. Um, and in terms of actually turning up to an auction, mm. how is the purchaser to pay the deposit? Are they having a check ready with, what yeah. their anticipated price is or maybe sort of talk me through how yeah, that works. Yeah, so normally it would be best to get your bank, um, to, to contact your bank um, and make sure that you are able to transfer, um, you know, a large amount of money for, for the deposit. So uh, we just do an auto automatically EFT transfer, so mm -hmm. you can do that on the day. Um, some people do still like the idea of bank checks, so you could just come up with, you know, what you think, 10% of the guide or whatever it is. Um, and, you know, 
there also is the case where some people can't transfer that amount. Mm -hmm. So they can do a smaller amount, but then on the next working business day, they transfer the balance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't, and then a lot, some agents also have a system where they automatically link it up to your bank account and just withdraw it as soon as it happens. So it yeah, just okay. depends. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's all not a problem. Yeah, it's, all, <laughs> and it's probably the least of the things to worry about yeah. when you're going to an auction. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, Pleasure. That's thank really, you. really helpful. I know a lot of my clients will um, get value out of that. So thanks heaps, Amanda. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Aria Financial hopes you have enjoyed this program. Need to contact us? Our email is contact at ariafinancial.com.au or call us on 02 9739 9502.